0: I'm Riker, and this is Pilot. Little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky tacky, little boxes on the hillside, little boxes all the same. <laughs>
1: Less melancholy.
0: <laughs> Do you want to sound more like the real song or no, that's that that's works good.
1: for you? Hey, there are a lot of covers on this song. Oh, that's a great one.
2: Yeah. Is it? Okay, good.
1: good. Yeah. I was telling Riker here that the show of the week, Weeds, has had many different bands perform the theme song, which Riker here is just to perform for you.
0: <laughs> Little boxes. Little boxes. Originally sung by Melvina Reynolds.
1: I love that song so much. It gets stuck in my head so often.
0: <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird character song that's really yeah. fun. I have a playlist that I just kind of let roll because it's it's sort of the the playlist. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll play it at my office so everybody's got to deal with it. But I finally <laughs> put it on um, randomize yeah. shuffle. I finally put it on shuffle so that I could start hearing things. Because I always keep it linear, so I'm always hearing like the top 20 songs mm-hmm. all the time. And then maybe you take a road trip and it's like, oh, there's some cool deep cuts in here. Yeah. And then I never make them back to them. So I finally randomized it, which I hate doing because I can't anticipate the next song. And, uh, and I start pulling out all the crap because there's yeah. a bunch of crap. In it. Yeah. Like there's all these ones that you think like, what the hell was I going through at that period of time that this came up at all? And that I was interested enough in it that I thought it might have potential. Get rid of this garbage. And yet, I won't get rid of the chimpanzee song. I love the chimpanzee song. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, no. Every time you sing it, I'm pretty delighted by it. So. And
0: Timbuktu, the chimpanzee that's run by chimpanzee. Anyway, you know, you know how it goes.
1: (laughs) But our listeners may not. And
0: I still haven't mastered the whole thing. No. (laughs) One of these days. So I just got to keep listening to it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh,
0: thanks for having me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Any anytime but mostly
0: just keep it to Wednesday and <laughs>
1: yeah yeah really like definitely call ahead <laughs> call I'm ahead. not I'm not in for the uh drop-in not a fan of that
0: <laughs> yeah I'm here for a long time not a good time like it's gonna be a long time so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know that just sounded like a dirty thing
0: <laughs> um what is where do you want to start
1: From the beginning it's usually um yeah
0: it's a good idea
1: (laughs) from the beginning um well we can award some couch points i'll give a quick series description i tried as i might to um get the episode description which is available but cut off because it's too long and there's just no way to see it in its entirety so
0: Do we want to establish where we can find weeds?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: 2005 Showtime, which is its original (laughs) run. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now available on Hulu. It was originally on Netflix. uh, You know, I say originally, a couple weeks back, Mm -hmm. so far back as. um, And it moved over. So we moved with it. Uh, We were doing kind of a Netflix binge and uh, decided hopping over to Hulu. You know, I went through my list of short episodes and was delighted to see that this was still on there. I always... Every time I think about this show, because it covers so much, which I think you can see in this episode even,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I always think it's like a 45-minute show. I always forget that it's that it's only slated for the half-hour drama.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, um, it has its own... It has its own unique category of genre and subgenre. Oh yeah. Um, do you want to award our couch points?
1: Yeah. How was the experience for you?
0: Um, fine. Uh, I always look at Hulu. You know this about me. It's the for me. It's the also ran um, app. The what? Uh, the, it's like yeah, it competed also, but it like oh. that's one. It just I don't really subscribe to it. Oh,
2: okay. I will
0: when Orville comes back. <laughs> um, I will. I thought Paramount Plus made a mistake not picking up the Orville, though. I don't know if it was an option. Yeah, with all the Star Trek stuff. But um, like, I'll get onto it soon. Maybe. I'll But there's never anything that I really want to get that into. Uh, but I realize there's like a lot of good stuff on Hulu. Yeah. They just don't have that much original stuff.
1: They're getting more though. And
0: I am doing Handmaid's Tale slowly. Yes. So, uh. so I think I'm peeling into it. I mean, it's yeah. So I guess that's the only part that I have to add that's noteworthy about Hulu about Hulu. Um, Jimmy's here. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's inev- it's uh, it's starting to draw me in. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get it for the Orville. I'll get it for I'll eventually really focus on handmaid's tale yeah um so yeah i don't know i'm i'm compelled by the fact that it's still here and still running strong
1: they've got a new hulu original and it seems to be more on a trend that i seem to see a lot lately which is a bunch of big tv actors doing what seems to be a mini series um but it's tv i mean it it is tv and so much that it's a kind of a longer form series uh or longer form storytelling but there's one called nine perfect strangers it's got melissa is it mccarthy um that's a name yeah okay uh, <laughs>
2: it's a, uh it's got it's a famous person nicole then.
1: kidman who plays a she's weird oh shit in it sure super weird and there's a bunch of other big names that i just can't name off of the top of my head but yeah it's it, great. It's, it's really good. It's super compelling.
0: It's great to see TV turn into great drama. Yeah. But it's not, you know, the lesser medium.
1: It, I was just like about to say that. That now TV or that movie actors, like big time Hollywood movie actors, now it doesn't seem like it's such a bad thing to do TV. It seems like that's where things are going. You
0: could be a, like the real stars are on TV mm-hmm. and the um, popcorn stars are in Marvel. And I don't say that in a really derogatory way. I just mean to say that how much good like great cinema is being produced right now. Um you have uh Marvel's kind of a formula. It's a business. But oh, there's yeah. not like I'm over a lot that of business. Yeah, no kidding. Oh don't don't, 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 don't <laughs> but uh, there's not a lot of like weighty, compelling adult drama. Yeah. Oh, I did um we gotta maybe hashtag binge this someday, mm-hmm. which is um the White Lotus, which mm. is uh Movie about a resort, rich white people at a resort.
1: I just read that because I was like, "Wow, that sounds a lot like what I'm watching now." <laughs> I
0: got through it quick. HBO Max question. Okay. Uh, keep or cancel HBO Max? Duh, keep it. Yeah. Keep things. Keep turning me on there, and they just don't on Hulu. So I guess yeah. that's the criticism.
1: Though, that's yeah, a good to keep point. It on point. Um, they do keep up with broadcast television. Um, so I do keep up on those things. So that's how I get the Connors. Um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I go to There for This Is Us. Like a lot of my week-to-week stuff. And Archer. New season of Archer is out. <laughs> I mean, oh, a couple yeah. episodes. But, you know. Anyway, that's that's my whole thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that is their unique value, too. Is mm-hmm. that it, Newer TV is on there and newer TV has improved to mm-hmm. be like they've branded it so that it'll sync up you know we' so long as there's an audience here uh, we're gonna make shows for that audience and, mm-hmm. and now we get to sell it rather than selling it in syndication uh, we get to sell it into streaming forever and it's very lucrative so um, so you know as the old saying goes if you pee into the ocean the water level rises almost noticeably <laughs> but it rises equally among all the boats.
1: I'm sorry, what was the point of that? I was really fixated on (laughs) the imagery of this.
0: (laughs) Um, Rising tides lift all the boats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I always threw that one out.
1: All right. No, it was good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, genre.
1: Oh, uh, really quick, though. Oh, sure. Um, Let me go ahead and give you the series description, which is pot selling, single mom turned danger junkie. Nancy Botwin's Desperate Circumstances Keep Calling for More and More Desperate Measures. Emmy and Golden Globe winner Mary Louise Parker stars in this outrageously addictive hit series. How do you think it did? Um,
0: See, I I think you feel differently about this. Mm -hmm. I like it when a description tells me what I'm supposed to appreciate about it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. The word about this is that it's addictive. Mm -hmm. Here's an idea of the experience you're about to have. So I think that's very cool.
1: That's a good point. It does very much tell you, like it gives you a lot more. Let's be honest, than the pilot did about the show to come.
0: I, I, I got that, especially based on some of the questions that I have had of you. It's like, hmm. So the things that seem important now don't seem like they're that important.
1: Yeah, yeah. Couple let's of get these into characters. characters. <laughs> um. So let's quick get genre out of the way so we can get into it. Actually, couch points. Yeah, couch points. Well, I, let's I was the... really
0: pleased by that. Yeah. Yeah. How many yeah. couch points would you give? <sighs>
1: you know we can we can be pleased this can be a a pleasing thing um you know give it a number and we'll call it two one of each one of
0: each (laughs) (laughs) we'll give it one of each um okay so yeah the genre um i'd like to hear your spin first
2: yeah
1: so okay so i had something on this oh mother fracker! take out the trash at least it's not birth control anymore. <laughs> I was just thinking. Oh,
0: that's weird because you even have me trained to think that that alerts for birth control.
2: You <laughs> have, have to have, have a system mm, multiple well, people know. Yeah,
0: mm, birth control. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: got to worry about that shit no more.
0: You have to have a system for the trash? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or,
1: to take it out to the road.
0: That's funny because I've been telling everybody at the office, like, guys, I've I missed recycling which Mm -hmm. only happens once every two weeks yeah two times in a row no i know it's terrible i don't know what to do now
1: just leave it at the road (laughs) don't ever take it in until it's empty you know what i mean
0: yeah, that's just what I did. Okay. I just gave it a week and it's like, sorry guys, I'm learning the ways. I'm learning the <laughs> customs. I don't know what to tell you. I screwed it up. I even have it on my calendar and everything. I need more people to help me with this. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to tell the other people like who rent office space at the <laughs> office, hey, this is part of your responsibility too, guys. Yeah. Um, but what I do when I communicate is, guys, like I really could use your help. If you're feeling <laughs> aggressive and fond of me that day, please, <laughs> please, please just handle the trash. I mean, just if you see it, just do it. Don't worry how I'm going to feel about it.
2: <laughs> it's like that. But for hey, I don't want to burden you. Yeah, I don't
0: want to burden you. It's not your responsibility. It's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. But, but. I super am not up for the responsibility.
1: <laughs> um. So on genre, I mean, okay. So I have the very basic answer, but I would like to expand beyond that because I feel like genre is ugh, beautiful. Not not gonna really cut it for how to describe this. So it's obviously a kamadama. Comedy, mm-hmm. drama, whatever. Dramadies. I I'd almost forgotten the normal word for that. It was like, holy crap, Commentary. why am I grasping here? No. What
0: <laughs> um, if I keep saying it?
1: So this was in 2005. So this is before Breaking Bad, I would like to say. So when I started introducing people to Breaking Bad, I would tell them, because most of them had seen weeds, I would say, Breaking Bad is weeds on meth.
2: <laughs> it was a funny
1: joke to me, but it yeah. was very apt that it was just kind of everything turned up to 11. Um that it was, you know, higher stakes, more dramatic, all that. Um but otherwise that it very much came from this show. Like to me this is the very like one of the first things where it's like you have um you know, like a you're good guy, like, you know, your teacher in Walt <laughs> you know, Walter White's uh, anti-hero. Yeah. Um but somebody that you would normally like Mm -hmm. because Dexter's an anti-hero, but like you're not compelled to necessarily like him on his own merits. Like Nancy Botwin, the hero of this story is a quotey fingers hero, anti-hero of this story. Um, Mm. She is, uh, I don't even remember where I was going with this.
0: Um, I do. Uh, Which is, (laughs) you said breaking bad. Oh yeah. And how this came first. Mm -hmm. That one's, uh, Weeds on meth, yes. Uh, which is very funny. And then Why you look it? at uh, Nancy Botwin, who is an uh, unassuming character Yes, that you would be compelled. She's textbook. Like, she's absolutely. squeaky clean. She doesn't even drink diet soda.
1: Yeah. PTA. Yeah. Uh, you know, goes to soccer. Actually seems to, like, want to have open and honest conversations with her kids. Make
0: things
2: better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, genuinely seems to be a decent person, despite... W- widow. And a widow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, she's a very, like, you can, you, a th- sympathetic character. Sorry. Yeah. She is a sympathetic character. Um,
0: she's less pathetic than Walter, too.
1: <laughs> a lot less pathetic. I mean, which is.
0: And her motivations seem more directly like, I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. I got to take care of these kids. Dad's dead. So exactly. So, regardless of if you go, you know, compare cancer versus being widowed. Yeah. Um, her intentions on the face of it immediately feel more pure
1: yeah absolutely there's less
0: ego Mm -hmm. she's less ego driven
1: yeah yeah so i would say that she kind of i mean this show really seems to have kind of set that trend so i really want to give it high points for genre i don't have like a specific you know word like the anti-hero around drugs i guess like crime and drugs yeah yeah so anyway, um, the other well, one that the kind criminals of... criminal's the good guy. Right. So the other show that is actually much more recent that it reminds me of, that I feel like this has to have inspired it in some way, Good Girls. Are you familiar? It's three moms. <sighs>
0: Where they do the heist in the first episode? They do the heist yeah. in the
1: first episode. Cool, so that's all I really had on genre. So, there's a
0: reason I wanted you to go first, yeah. which is because you're closer to the material than I, I am. am. And I didn't want to be offensive <laughs> by saying it's breaking bad,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but funnier, mm-hmm. brighter, and more feminine. Yeah. Uh, and I'm careful here to say to not I'm careful not to say a female version mm-hmm. of breaking bad um but if the tone were completely different mm-hmm. uh but it were the same it's the same theme
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, same theme different team
1: <laughs> oh I like that
0: <laughs> I had a different one earlier so I'm glad that I just stumbled <laughs> into that one and it works so we'll roll with it Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> uh but and I was and when we asked ourselves when was this on and we said 2005 and we were in high school we were, I was thinking the same like damn I can't remember when Breaking Bad came out I think it was 07
1: yeah, I can't remember either. Okay, sorry. That, that was unfair sweet. of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you always do this to me. Well, because I
0: see the computer in front of you, and yeah. I always, and I just, you know, your brain just works the way it works. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not to suggest it's your responsibility to look it up. I just feel like all the information's already in front of you. 2008. 2008, okay. So, funny, <laughs> funny that, because... Uh, I didn't want to create a suggestion either just mm-hmm. because Breaking Bad's the brand that more of us are familiar with. Yeah. Which, to your point, it's, it reminds me of this is kind of a deep cut. I don't think you can relate to this, but okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, deep Impact versus Armageddon.
1: Oh, I never saw Deep Impact. I saw Armageddon.
0: Deep Impact is the better movie. <laughs> Armageddon's a lot more fun. Yeah. Armageddon's a lot more exciting. Yeah. Armageddon has more star power. Oh, yeah. Deep Impact's a lot more thoughtful and a lot more consideration going to... It's not just the, uh, the, the rally superhero story to the stars to go... It's an action movie. Armageddon's an action movie. Deep Impact actually deals with the social and cultural ramifications of what's going on at that period of time. Um, this makes me feel like just basic... Barely what we're getting here. Knowing that this one came first, like Deep Impact came first. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that Deep Impact... No, sorry. Knowing that this one came first and it's like a little bit of a quieter brand
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, is really interesting. Yeah. Because it makes you wonder, was there a direct influence? Was something just going on? Was something in the air at the time that things like this were getting greenlit? Were they, were they competing with each other? Mm-hmm. Was it a, a zeitgeist for what's going on in culture right now? Yeah. So I'm very pleased that your uh, genre for it, too, is what's the thing that we're familiar with that we can immediately put into a box? Mm-hmm. They even have that pink stuffed animal that I thought, this feels reminiscent of Breaking Bad. Like it just, like it it just there's so many things in common yeah uh, regard irrespective of the fact that you clearly have two very different shows
1: if, if it were in breaking bad though it would have been purple i think that yeah. lady's house decorated in all purple yeah 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 do you remember that or, mm-hmm. okay
0: <laughs> yeah because there was a lot of color metaphors in it.
1: oh okay i'm in i breaking need to bad. yeah i didn't know that
0: um, anyway so I thought that was i'm I was intrigued by that right yeah. away and especially having a feeling that this came first so mm-hmm. so to be careful of yeah we recognize that the thing the the association that I have that's closer for me anyway I don't know about you the mm-hmm. the closer association I have is breaking bad but this just came first and I'm so excited to sort of peel back the layers and see what's what's in it Yeah, absolutely. How was this story told from the one that if you were a big fan of it, this would you'd like probably resent Breaking Bad for getting the credit?
1: (laughs) I will say it always bums me out when people say that they've seen Breaking Bad, but they haven't seen Mm weeds. First of all, because that joke that I just had lands flat. It's one I save and reuse. It's not a freshie by any means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Because it's that good. That's a perfect joke.
1: Oh thanks. (laughs) I mean I feel like it's a great way to explain it and you know. Back when we were growing up, everything was this on meth or yeah. this on crack. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's true. Your brain.
1: Or this on steroids.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, on, it's like that. But Armageddon is like deep impact, but on steroids.
1: Exactly. You get it. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, well, cool. So I uh, felt like that was a clear expression of what the... I mean, I know what I'm in, in for. Yeah. And I'm intrigued by it.
1: Awesome. So pass or genre.
0: Oh, pass. Yep, totally.
1: <laughs> oh, pass. Yeah.
0: I thought you asked a question then, at all. then it hit me. I <laughs> oh, thought, oh, yeah, yeah. Pass for genre. It, it <laughs> was so <laughs>
1: gingerly the way you're responding. like, oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. sorry.
0: I, I thought I screwed Absolutely something up. <laughs> oh, no, I broke it.
1: Oops. <laughs> yep. Me too. Oh. <laughs> See me. <laughs> all right. Well, shall we get into it?
0: Let's bust this bitch up.
1: So we started a PTA meeting with Nancy Botwin and Celia Hodes.
0: Played by Nicole Kidman and Sandra <laughs> Bullock.
1: Why don't you uh, give us some background on why you say that? Because those are not the actors. For anyone who is fact-checking this podcast, that is not the answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do, do we have okay. their actual names?
1: Um, yeah, so Mary Louise Parker um, is Nancy. And Celia Hodes is Elizabeth... Oh...
0: First of all, I know her from Miracle on 34th Street from when I was a kid and I love this woman.
1: Elizabeth Perkins. Right. Yeah.
0: I love her. Every time she comes up, I'm always excited to see Really? Her. I love her. I don't know what it is. She just has a presence that I just... Reminds me of... I hate to say that. She's gorgeous. I think she's mm-hmm. gorgeous still, but she's been like beautiful her whole life and I still see her. Like When I was a kid, I would look at her and think, ah, oh, she's so beautiful. And to this day, I look at her and think, damn, she's a good looking woman. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mainly know her from this, and she's not like spoiler. She's not a very likable character for a lot of this. So
0: she's always cold. She's yeah, always so cold.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So the
0: uh, Sandra Bullock Nicole Kidman bit, I I thought that Celia and Nancy were sisters
1: because <laughs> I was convinced they were sisters. And
0: later, we we're talking about their kids are dating. I thought that's that doesn't make any sense. They're sisters. <laughs> And uh, we determined in fact they're super not And I thought why do I think that And I remembered <laughs> it was just the PTA scene With a, a brown haired and a red haired At the PTA meeting yeah. And that was uh, Reminded me of Practical Magic In which they were sisters <laughs> at their PTA meeting Doing magic with the uh, bitchy girls That tormented them when they were kids Now that Nicole Kidman's back in town <sighs> And, uh, and I could have, I just thought it was the same people Just for that
1: one of these days, if we do movies that made us. Practical Magic has to make that list. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that movie. I know, right?
0: Everybody loves that movie. It, like, it's so not good. a, it's not, I don't know how well-known it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only one. It's not like it has a giant following, but it's one of those that left an impression. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. That movie was awesome.
1: That's my go-to Halloween movie. Hands down. Oh, awesome. Totally. Yeah.
0: Love that. Hocus Pocus 2 coming out soon. In a jiffy.
1: <laughs> is it really? mm mm-hmm. Same original actors. Yeah. Okay, good. I don't know good, about good, the good. kids, but the witches. Yeah, I mean, who cares about the kids? <laughs> right. Yeah. Kids come
0: and go. All tenderloins taste the same in the end.
1: Yeah. Well, kid actors just grew up to be so weird. Gross. Let's not Disgusting. burn bridges. Like. <laughs> okay.
0: Let's not have a repeat of the Buffy incident. No. <laughs> uh, okay. So Celia and Nancy mm-hmm. at the PTA meeting. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of polarity between these two.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a ridiculous conversation because Celia is arguing she's okay with getting rid of sugary beverages, which is what Nancy is propose, proposing, but diet drinks she thinks should be, you know, on their own.
0: Some of these girls are watching their weight. So
1: I'm, right. And that didn't make any sense <laughs> to me at all because I didn't... It is not correct to drink diet soda to diet. Guys, I am no nutritionist, but please do not drink diet soda to diet it is for people who have diabetes and cannot cannot have the sugar.
0: Oh. And okay.
1: honestly, it's not better for you. No, it's bad for you. <laughs>
2: you
0: could serve in my serving days, you'd serve like eight cokes mm-hmm. and 12 diet cokes to a real big table.
2: Mm-hmm. And the
0: diet cokes by the time you turned around and walked away, my diet's empty. Can I have some diet? And mm-hmm. and everybody else sips their coke relatively cuz they just want something to sip mm-hmm. and they'll enjoy coke, right? Yeah. But the diet crowd is highly addicted to Diet Coke yeah, and nobody talks about it.
1: <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> Our deep dive on diet soda.
0: <laughs> no, anyway. Yeah. So she, I, to me, it was really, she's obsessed with Diet Coke. We can't yeah. see the Diet Coke go because she's vain. So she's watching her weight mm-hmm. and actually normalizes the idea that the girls might be watching their weight.
1: Yeah. Well, and we later do find out that Um, she is trying to get her daughter, um, Isabel to lose weight. And that over the last, I think she had said like four months, she lost three pounds. She has a slow metabolism.
0: And she's skinny like a rail.
1: Um, yeah, I think so. We didn't really see her. She was off in the distance kicking a ball. She's kind of a, um, she's a huskier girl. No. Oh, sorry. She's got two daughters. Yeah. So she's got Isabel who we did not see. Um, and then she has Quinn. Who, oh my gosh, if she were to bitch about Quinn's weight would be so problematic. Right. That's what I
2: thought. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Isabel
1: is um she's a she's a bit heavier, for sure.
0: Okay. And then the point being that, um
1: But she's eleven. Well, you know? <laughs> uh
0: Celia's Celia's a little rough. Yeah. In that way.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Harsh and,
0: and like stiff and proper cold. She is cold.
1: Yeah, and so you learn very early on that while she's an invested mom, she is not Celia is not I would say a better mom and Nancy while being a pot dealer um, actually cares about the health better which is why she is the chair of the health committee the children's health committee so it's like okay so (laughs) we're from the very beginning introducing a dichotomy here
0: right right totally Uh, and we got on Nancy we already mentioned it Uh, Mm -hmm. two sons uh, little hilarious one Shane who's Sharp and d- really lob some zingers. Yeah. And Silas, who's dating Quinn, and he's a horny teenager. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, fair. So those two boys are orphaned. Well.
1: Not orphaned. D- well, that's somebody uh-huh. calls them orphaned yeah.
0: boy. I was had that in my head.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. They're
0: getting mocked for being um, having lost parent. their dad. Mm-hmm. Do we know why he's gone? Do we get um, anything on that?
1: So <laughs> um, we don't in this episode, kay. but... A future episode gives you more on that um mm-hmm. but at this
0: point we just know that they that he's gone
1: yeah so the what i was about to say is the episode description actually told us which oh. i thought was weird that he was like jogging and was hit by a vehicle
0: yeah that's weird
1: Hmm, or I'm thinking of something else. Dead to me. thinking about me. No, I thought I just read that too. So no, well, yeah, I'll, cut it out, I'll cut it out if it's wrong. Uh, but otherwise, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm sticking to it unless I don't stick to it.
0: And if it's wrong, but it's still in here, I don't know how we missed that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoopsie. I felt sleep editing. <laughs> Please send us an
0: email at com, and we'll get that cleaned up right away. Or as soon as we get to it. <laughs> or maybe not. depends how it goes over.
1: Follow your suggestion in the trash.
0: <laughs> the garbage. Where did that come from? I don't know. No, you just came up with that, man. <laughs> you're killing. You're on fire tonight. Oh, thanks. All right. How about Helia?
2: That's yeah.
0: Next.
1: Helia. <laughs> <Hail ya. laughs> um. Yeah, I really enjoy her. She is the the pot dealer that provides for like the supplier. Uh, she's higher nah. up than she's not a dealer. I she's would say a wholesaler. Yeah, she's a wholesaler. Thank you. Yeah. So. You know, this woman can eyeball a, a an ounce of weed from across the room and tell you... if I don't know. Something like skilled. that. She's highly skilled. And she's honest. And of course, mm-hmm. that's the
0: point. She said that back looks a little light. It's like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And she also didn't have a problem dropping it on the scale. But it was mm-hmm. just like, don't you don't feel a need to doubt me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the best pot slinger this side of the Mississippi.
1: Yeah, don't you forget it. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. She's definitely...
0: But proud to drop her cred. Oh, absolutely. So, calm me out.
1: Well, and she definitely... Always is like keeps Nancy on task. She calls her out for being like a privileged white woman all the time. Um, You know, even when Nancy is going to pay her, um, she has tied up her money for the weed in like a little ribbon, like a little yarn ribbon. Um, and she's like, take that off my money. <laughs> you're buying weed, not giving me a present. <laughs> like, you're <a> grown-up. <laughs> this is a transaction. Quit trying to pretty it up. Nancy says something like, oh, excuse me for trying to bring little beauty into this world.
0: See? A little more femininity than Breaking Bad.
2: It is, yeah. It's
0: like, she cares about right. putting out good work and, mm-hmm. and bringing good things from it.
2: But and that's and the
1: mom part of it, too. And it in, yeah.
0: Right, Totally. And Heisenberg just cares about any of them in the world. <laughs> the most pure. And I like this. I like this tone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: There's some... It's, like, cheerful.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I do appreciate how lighthearted it is. Um, I was telling my sister Rufio,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> while I was stuck in traffic for an hour, was telling her that we were doing weeds today and told her that... You had seen Breaking Bad, but not Weeds. And that I felt like Weeds was a lot funnier than Breaking Bad. And she goes... Breaking Bad's really funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, what? She goes, Jesse. I was like, uh, okay, technicality.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I,
0: think- I, I, Breaking Bad is hysterically funny yeah. in the early days. It mm-hmm. loses its humor as it, it gets Very pretty quickly, dark. it felt like. Well, I thought it took a little bit longer because there's parts Probably. where um, he's like climbing through the uh, doggy door and mm-hmm. he looks just all ha- Like there was little moments <laughs> still for a long time. Yeah. And somewhere around the Gus Fring period of time, like, because you know the parts of it where it lagged for several episodes at mm-hmm. a time before it like got going again, yeah, in those lagging periods, like there was some really funny stuff, mm-hmm. but it wasn't known as a comedy, and it was still a lot darker. like yeah. no matter what, it was little bits of of comedy sprinkled uh, among the darkness mm-hmm. and uh, and at first, there were like kind of torpedoes of comedy. Um, but uh, this show, it feels like it's essentially a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's more of a comedyma. Than, yeah. a dra- than a drama com
1: <laughs> wow this is just gonna keep going and going <laughs> no I'm done <laughs> no no not this specific rant this comma thing <laughs> it's gonna be its own yeah. brand
0: <laughs> I love it I hate well let's get honest I love it and the fact that you hate it makes me love it more <laughs>
1: It's just, it's so weird to have you invent a word for something where in, there's already one that works really uh, well.
0: <laughs> I see so much humor in that.
1: <laughs> I know, I see it on your face. You look so tickled by it.
0: It's one of my favorite bits.
1: <laughs> well, I'm stealing it, so... Oh, good. Well,
0: no, I'm, re- I'm thrilled by it. I wanted to get you.
1: <laughs> you know, this is how I got the name Shmi. <laughs> I was being spiteful and leaned into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. sweet now i know how to get you every time i want to start a train
1: yeah (laughs) that's probably the way yeah sadly (laughs) reverse psychology works every time (laughs) so conrad is the next person i had on my character card do you have the same
0: i missed it but i don't doubt you who's conrad
1: conrad is the man who is at halia's house
0: oh okay yeah
1: he is um i believe her son yeah Mm -hmm, okay yeah, so very compassionate. Seems to be her link to the weed person, uh, to Halia, because otherwise, like, how is this mom, you know, encountering her? So they mention Andy, who is a character we don't get yet, but he is the heart of the show, and I am so bummed that he is not in this episode. Um. He is Judah, the deceased husband's brother. And he is amazing, he is hilarious, and he causes a lot of problems. Uh, mm. <laughs> but he's wonderful. Um, anyway, so I think he was actually the referral. So when she was hard up for cash after Judah had passed, Andy made this connection. Hey, here's here's the dude with a you know really good bud.
0: Is it worth it to say who plays Andy
1: mm. since he
0: doesn't get highlighted here?
1: Yeah, it is Justin Kirk.
0: Justin Kirk old buddy old pal
1: he honestly he is one of the main reasons to watch it his scenes he is so good like justin kirk justin kirk yeah he is um so you say it's a feminine show which i totally get because technically our, our our lead is female and it is softer than breaking bad in nature but the supporting male roles are just so good they're hilarious like andy i would say drives a lot more plot sometimes than nancy even does
0: um I appreciate that and thank you yeah. for the distinction. I think it's, to be clear, it, it it's a, a more feminine version than of, Breaking yeah. Bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't calling you out as a criticism, but I was just saying I always think that people are going to get this impression mm-hmm. from it and I'm really delighted at the male representation on the show. No, and I think that's super cool. People. Yeah, to make yeah.
0: that a- a- acknowledgement, and yeah. I, I just want to be clear, and I don't feel judged by it. Cool, the, good, uh, good. But the, um, to say, because I don't, I want to give the show its due. Mm, that's mm-hmm. why I was careful not to say it's a like girl version of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because how dismissive! It's not just the the girl. It's not um, Ghostbusters, three,
2: <laughs> where you know
0: it's like oh that's vaginas instead of penises. Um, I'm sorry. That was a Bill Maher joke that didn't work here. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very clever bit about it. <laughs> he said, "He said uh, while we're you're gonna want to cut this, but he says uh, he said that Democrats own the culture, but uh, Republicans actually have the power." So he he said, "So while we were uh, putting vaginas in movies, they were putting dicks in the White House." <laughs> and it was really <laughs> just cleverly delivered.
1: Yeah, and it's funny.
0: So, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to confuse this idea that it's a girl version mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad. Yeah. But the tone, the intention, the drive of the main character mm-hmm. uh, is different. It's it like is she, feminine. It's, there's a lot more heart in it. There's You're a right. lot more, she cares about her kids. There's a lot less ego and, mm-hmm. and, and imperialism that uh, he has. Mm-hmm. So she's point. she's trying to, you know, she's if trying to do the right thing. She's trying to be able to do a wrong thing the right way, Mm -hmm. right? Like she gets to, can we, am I okay to mention um, Josh Wilson here?
1: Yeah. I say we're not really going on a plot order. Let's just call the characters as we see them. Great.
0: So she's hanging out with Josh Wilson, who's her drug dealer, her sales guy, Mm -hmm. who goes out and slings her Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. And then she goes all fucking Heisenberg on his ass at the car because she finds (laughs) out that he sold to a kid. She's a mom. She's a, -hmm. she's the healthcare uh, part of the PTA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she doesn't compromise in her values at all. However, uh-uh. she's walking that line.
2: Yeah,
1: so,
0: and she's furious with him for um, breaking the rules.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Actually,
0: already established that he understood the rules.
1: Well, and he had come to her. She's not normally like he doesn't normally work for her. He begged her, like, "Hey, you know, I my supplier's out. Like, I need I need product." Yeah. Um. You know, and she goes, you know, two rules: one, you don't you don't market to my customer base, and two, you don't sell to kids. I'm pretty hard on both rules.
0: Oh, right. Because oh, okay, and his. So she's doing a little wholesaling of her own mm-hmm. because her market base is his grown-up clients. Mm-hmm. That he said you. I lost a bunch of my parent clients to you. Mm-hmm. But keeps. But that was a. You know that was a burden I was willing to accept. Yeah. To be able to have product. And now now you took away some of my customer base and now I'm not allowed to sell the kids. Hell with you. I'm going to sell them to who I want to sell it to.
1: Exactly. So
0: she either needs to cut that loose or accept that she's taking a walk on the wild side.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you want to tell the scene while we're on Josh about the scene where she goes all Heisenberg on him, but like for real this time?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, she just like slams it. It was really uncomfortable, honestly, because she's a mom. She slams them into a car. She's not his... I guess it makes sense. My mom would totally oh. do that. She's a mama bear.
0: <laughs> Actually, I was talking about the part where, um, uh, having established that that oh. happened. Oh. Yeah, where we get him later. what you're saying. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think you know the characters better than I do, so...
1: Yeah, so um, he is... Like, he obviously goes back on his word that he is smoking... Or that he's not going to sell to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he is. There is a ten-year-old who is um, caught with weed in his lunchbox. Like, so it's it's bad. It's definitely him. Um, she calls him out on it. He basically says, "Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? You know, you're gonna tell my dad. He's not gonna care. He's getting high in the you know couple cars down, um, which we assume his father is Doug. Hmm. Um, anyway, so his father doesn't give a shit. What what are you gonna do about it? So there's no. Um, There's nothing she can really do in that moment until she, uh, much later in the episode, sees him in a neighbor's hot tub. um, And he's gay, but his father is, I guess, pretty against it. Um, So she is using it as blackmail. So she kind of runs over and is just like, I mean, do you remember what she said to him?
0: Uh, I'm going to fuck you up, you little bitch. (laughs) And it's nice to know that you like it up the butt because I'm gonna shove something up there so hard it's gonna poke out your eyeballs. You're wow! Wish you never fucked with me. Something like that.
1: Wow, that was really good. I didn't remember any of that. I didn't write it down. Nothing. Oh, that was the
0: tone of it. I felt like no, yeah. I don't remember. What no, said.
1: it was good. That was. But
0: she put the yeah. fear of God in him, and then she had something on the um, the guy who owned the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so she.
1: Oh, cause yeah, he's underage.
0: Yeah, she made a, a highly strategic move here mm-hmm. and dealt with her problems swiftly, but aggressively. Um and was very ballsy in the way she just walked into that guy's house, knowing that he was gonna want to be secretive that he was, mm-hmm. you know, keeping a a young boy. Yeah, uh, as a sex thing.
1: He said he's
0: twenty three. Right. Um. So that was that was one of those Heisenberg moments. Yeah. Where she's where she's pushing it a little bit more. Where she's okay with it. She's okay where it gets blurry so long as it's. So long as she's in charge, as long as it's it's clean, and uh, she's got a handle on the situation, she's gonna keep chancing it.
1: Yeah, that sounds apt.
0: Mm-hmm. All and right. it was cool too. I mean, it was like it was like fun to watch her just clean up. So it was a a cool moment for her.
1: Yeah, it really was. Definitely.
0: Although she, you know the headlock that she got him in mean, was like, all right, when you say she was a mom, so that part made you a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like we got we got the blackmail situation mm-hmm. here. Her putting him in a in a not really headlock headlock where she just sort of leans her body weight on him. It's like I okay. Like I don't like I don't think the physical altercation really mm-hmm. um made it feel more authentic. Yeah. She was a powerhouse in the tone mm-hmm. without needing to
1: To take it that extra.
0: Yeah, plus it was unconvincing was really my problem I had with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Cool. So um, next on my card, I have Silas and Shane. Um, Silas being the older of Nancy's brothers, or the older of Nancy's sons, and um, Shane being the younger. What were your thoughts on these two? I love Shane. He had so
0: many one-liners. Who's and he was just good for him. Yeah. From the the way he responded to Shane's licking his blood. Was that his brother who was making fun of him? No, that was. No, no, no. I was just I knew that actually, but um, uh, Shane, Shane's licking his blood and uh and it reminds you of just petty kid things mm-hmm. that happen and how they could really wreck you and he yeah. takes it in stride i like when he says your your um insults make no sense like am i what am i am i a vampire am i a fruit punch fruit punch yeah like like pick an insult and and uh invest in it mm-hmm. and then he says orphan boy or whatever he calls him was it orphan boy or mm-hmm. was it? yeah and um and it's funny <laughs> Because I feel like Shane was challenging him. Find mm-hmm. a better insult. That's not kidding me. Find a better insult. That one's not getting me. Find a better insult. Yep, that one's good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that worked good. That really justifies me throwing the soda can at your head. Yeah. So I just enjoyed how he escalated that fight.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I felt like it was very purposeful. Uh, and then he runs away. <laughs> but like he gets his lick in. Uh, but he was, he was witty. And I thought uh, he was, I don't know, one of those ones that you think, ah, yeah. I bet that kid was just famous from this show because he's a character.
1: Yeah, you would think so. He's
0: is that not he's the case?
1: Very intelligent. I don't know that I've seen him in anything else. Oh, um, I mean, maybe.
0: No, but does he really shine in the show? Oh yeah, yeah okay. no,
1: he's definitely, absolutely, yeah. So, um,
0: do we need to get more on Quinn? Quinn and Silas are really a pair in this.
1: Yeah. So Quinn so is the older of Na- or of uh, Celia's. Celia's daughters and we don't see the younger one so yeah she's the one we I really so I guess the one thing I do want to say about it is it really shows a lot about the type of parent Nancy is because she um, Quinn at some point in the car you know they've been hanging out the whole episode asks Nancy it, like Mrs. B can, can Miss B can we have sex in your house right you know and it I found that was really interesting because she has respect for her and is just asking permission. Like, isn't that what a parent would be interested in doing? And instead of outright dismissing her, she takes her to the roof and has a talk. Like, they're really leveling with yeah. each other. Um, so I really appreciated that, that she just seemed like, even if she wasn't super excited about it or open, like, she definitely wasn't pro them having sex, but she didn't outright say no. She just wanted to teen. talk about it. Yeah. And, um,
0: and this is where we get the line. Did you think we were virgins?
2: <laughs>
0: she said, well, I've been torturing him for three months. And she says, uh, three months. Yeah, that's three months not really that long. Yeah. And she says something about when she had sex with her old boyfriend. She says, you had sex with your old boyfriend? Did you think we were virgins? Like, <laughs> like What do you think we're having a conversation about? I'm telling you that we're about to start having sex. And are you going to be cool with the fact that we're going to do it in your house?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I just I thought that was a very mature move. Um and it really showed a lot.
0: That was the word that was uh on the tip of my tongue. I would have probably interrupted you to throw it out there if you didn't say it. <laughs> so I agree.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. No, it was it was good. And I really I really like that side of Nancy. Like I really feel like that is her at her best. That she is being a cool mom who is open and supportive, but you know, she's not gonna go she's not get going off and getting them drunk she's still hey you know don't talk about sex in front of your brother um you know wants to be child friendly and appropriate like she knows how to strike that balance currently
0: yeah i'm not going to be able to control what you do mm-hmm. um so i will but i will i will stay steady in my position yeah and then she goes out i can't remember exactly what happens it's when she storms back to her uh wholesaler mm-hmm. um, which
1: by the way old tech alert she had a pager <laughs> <laughs> really yeah oh five yeah i know
0: this was a period piece <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely uh. the other one was uh the reference to weekend minutes <laughs> oh yeah
0: that, that was funny that was <laughs> Sorry, um,
1: continue. so i don't
0: remember what so there's the point what i really want to get to yeah. it, but i know i'm missing something crucial mm-hmm. i want to get to the point where she gets back to the house and realizes while she was gone oh the bear uh while she was gone they are having sex Mm -hmm. and uh in continuing that cool respect between Mm -hmm. them um she said you had sex in my guest room while i was gone and she said well uh it wasn't under your roof because the uh skylight had broken out earlier i think shane had broke the skylight yeah the boys broke the skylight Mm -hmm. so they found a spot in the house where where they could kind of protect her and be able to insulate her from needing to tell celia uh they have sex in your house not under my roof yeah. I thought that was a cool sort of wink to each other.
1: Absolutely. But because yeah, we get it. And this is in reference to, um, specifically, Celia had come over to Nancy's house and said, Hey, you know, put this bear in their room. I need you to promise me. And it's a nanny cam. Yeah. Promise me you're not going to let them have, you know, mother to mother. Promise me you will not let them have sex in your house. And like Nancy didn't want to promise that. Like you could see that the resistance that she really just didn't want to have to say the words. Like, she was trying to find any way out of it. Um, and, you know, when confronted, she had to just say, yeah, okay. So, when the kids turned around and said... And when she does agree to it, she says, not under my right. roof. And it, it, obviously, she doesn't know that they're going to do that. But, I mean, it's it wasn't said with a whole lot of um, conviction.
0: Right. Um, it, right. And I actually didn't remember it, but I, I knew it must have been in there that it was yeah. bookending an idea. Um, and I thought it was... I thought it was cool. I just thought it was really cool the yeah. way they did it. And this is—I'm not saying that I was a proponent either of their um, teenage sex, but uh, I thought, as sure. uh, as television uh, kamadamas go, um, I just thought it was a—I thought it was a nice. It was a weirdly tender moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it yeah. was a thoughtful, respectful moment. It was nice to see that. Absolutely. Uh, and it actually brings up how just how controlling Celia is. She reads Quinn's journal. That's mm-hmm. part of the hesitancy, right? She reads Quinn to uh to go along with, yeah, I'll help you manage him, Celia, because Celia is way too extreme with it. And uh, she has no, Quinn has no privacy. She reads her journal. She, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, she was about to watch their sex tape. Yeah, because so. Because she catches on to the bear.
1: Yeah, so let's explain the bear thing, because yeah. we've given no background on that. Thank you. Uh... It's like
0: the uh, thing in How I Met
1: Your Mother, the goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, no kidding. <laughs> Um, so when Celia has this talk with, um, Nancy, the mom to mom talk, um, she brings over this pink bear, which is the nanny cam, um, and just tries to coax her into taking it into the kid's room. And, you know, she's just saying, you know, like what, he's not going to know you, Silas isn't going to notice this big pink fluffy bear showing up in his room, you know, and ask questions. So she's like, she's pushing back, hasn't agreed to it. The kids come home. Quinn notices the bear. And recognizes it, um, and calls her mom out, kind of. But her mom doesn't seem to know that Quinn knows what this bear is. Um, so Quinn says something along the lines of, "Oh, is that the bear that was in our pantry?" Um, anyway, all this to say, Celia was not aware that Quinn knew what this bear was, and Quinn says, "Oh, well, can I have it for my room?" Celia, of course, jumps on this. This is exactly what she wanted, and when she goes to our our big reveal, she goes to watch it. Um Quinn has taken it and set it in the room where his where her father is having an affair. So With she Helen Chin. Exactly. So she gets to see her husband having an affair. And then after Quinn walks up to the camera and she flips it off and says, Fuck you.
0: And then double flips it and off.
1: Double flips it off.
0: <laughs> and uh Your favorite line? And then um <laughs> Celia says,
1: Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, no, you got I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I should have had an abortion.
0: (laughs) She also calls her, What is the line? I was trying to set you up for it. Um, I didn't write it down. Sorry, man. (laughs) She says, You little C word.
1: (laughs) You little cunt. Yeah,
0: thank
1: you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, You're not allowed to say it, but I am, apparently.
0: (laughs) Well, you're you're not the one responsible for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I never need a dick response. Oh, wow. Ooh!
1: wow. Well, I've got you saying cunt in two other of our episodes, so whatever. I've just caught up to you now. <laughs> um,
0: well, I haven't seen my Australia friends in a while, so I've, I've <laughs> recalled that a, American women find that very offensive, and I thought, oh, I was a little too loose with that for a little while. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so, yeah, and that's where the episode ends.
1: Mm-hmm. that is, yeah. Absolutely. I uh, remember
0: the thing that she goes out and gets fired up about.
1: Hmm.
2: It
0: was after busting her drug dealer kid, Josh Wilson, right? And then she goes to her what brings her back to her suppliers when she meets um
2: Oh,
1: you know what it is? So it's because Shane had just um he was squirting the bratty kid with a pink paint gun.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah. and then And he got suspended Mm -hmm. for that. And at the same time, she finds out that Quinn and Silas have had sex. So then she's feeling stressed out about it. And I think she just kind of has a meltdown Ah. that it's just kind of a lot. Totally. Um, Yeah. I mean, the women in the very beginning of the show were gossiping about how she's making ends meet. So I imagine that there's a bit of a struggle there. Um, You know, and this scene, while very brief, does seem to show a bit of tenderness between Conrad and Nancy. That he is... You know, despite being the the wholesaler's son, seems to have, like, a personal connection to right. her.
0: I forgot who it was. In well, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know who I was looking at immediately. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to a place where we were. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, they look kind of good together. That seems like something's going on there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey.
0: Uh, Kevin Nealon. You don't know who Kevin Nealon is? Right? Nope. He's <laughs> one of the actors in this. Would you <laughs> want to Google him real quick? Because I don't know who, how to tell you who he is. He's the one. He's the guy with the big teeth.
1: Oh, Doug.
0: Oh, that's Doug.
1: That's hilarious. So Kevin Nealon Nealon.
0: shows up and uh, I go, ugh, I hate this guy. And you go, you said whatever you said. In effect, it was as though I said, I hate this guy. And you said, I love this guy. (laughs) Yeah, it's Doug. And it's funny because I thought do people like kevin nealon like i thought everybody hated kill like i thought that's something that we were all in on together that we all hate kevin nealon and now and then we let him take a role when it's just somebody that you like to want to punch his face and i thought am i the only one who hates kevin nealon like <laughs> i just felt like i really misread that
1: that's hilarious yeah no that i think that might just be you um i <laughs> it was really definitely enjoyed my dad too um, I, was, I think i
0: might have been raised to hate kevin nealon i just believe that everybody hates him
1: that's fair you know, sometimes you have that kind of bias growing up. Yeah. My dad once Can't told me that
0: Arsenio Hall has la- uh, long fingers. Who? Arsenio Hall. What? He was a comedian. Oh. And, uh, and then I met him once and I high-fived him. And I texted my dad. I was like, he has a really long
1: fingers. You're right. <laughs> he knew before the age of internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Good point.
1: That's how you know it had Arsenio to be Hall true. Hall show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's really all. I mean, Doug was my my last character. I mean, aside from Dean, who does become relevant, as you'll see as he's plowing, what's-her-face, Helen Chin. Um, but not in this one, so okay. for another time.
0: It, so did Doug do anything? Does he offer anything
2: here?
1: Um, A little bit. So I will say he's kind of... I mean, you see in this show that he is kind of... He's dumb. He is a city councilman and... Uh-huh. Um, a total stoner, like a kind of a deadbeat too. Like, um, so Nancy is very covertly, I might add, um, selling weed at the soccer games, like small baggies, parents are coming by and just picking them up and nobody notices it. I I think she brings snacks that day. And Mm -hmm. so it's like this very, nobody notices a difference and Doug, you know, comes up she gives him a magazine and he's trying to like pay her for it in front of him. And so she's like, go away, Doug, go away, Doug. Talk to you later. See ya. He's not picking up the hint. Like he is, he's the man to get people busted. He's just he's a little, he's a <laughs> sloppy. Yeah. Sloppy and aloof. Sloppy, stoned and aloof. <laughs> sloppy, stoned, and aloof. <laughs> so, oh, that's So
0: Kevin, kneeling of him.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, and he is, um, in this show, he's, um, Josh's father. We did confirm. We did confirm. Yep. Right. Last name oh, Wilson. Oh, because he
0: says my dad's a, a huge donor. He's, okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's all time together.
1: And last name, Doug Wilson.
0: So you're saying to me mm-hmm. that Doug has a last name
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's not Nealon.
2: That's, That's correct. That's the
0: actor's name. His name in the show is Wilson. Yeah. Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. And Josh's last name is Josh Wilson.
1: Josh's last name is Wilson. Not Josh Wilson. He's not Josh, Josh Wilson.
0: That is a mouthful. Yeah, it is. So we have two Wilsons <laughs> in the same show, and they're not related. They are. They're
2: related? That's what I just said. Doug's dad? No, I you. got you. Thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs>
1: Murder on the Murder. podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who done it? Who knows? Uh, so I'm excited about this crap of characters we got. Yeah. I'm excited about the dynamics between them. I think the complex dynamic between Celia and Nancy, where I don't feel like one's necessarily... It's kind of adversarial, but yeah. one's not necessarily the good guy, bad guy. It's mm-hmm. just a weird dynamic that's going to be straining as she tries to keep the secret uh, throughout the show. It's And it's one of those relationships that just imperils her side hustle and makes things really dicey and
1: Absolutely. risky. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we've got relationships like that. Doug hasn't really been realizing anything uh, yet and probably mm-hmm. won't be because how much can you expect from Kevin Neal? And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, um He's fine. I just think he has a punchable face. And, uh. You know
1: what? I think you might get your wish in this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't want to spoil anything in case you do watch it. I think they might break his penis in this. Like break it off? He breaks his penis, I think. Oh. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Mm, no, it's. It might be Dean who breaks his penis. Never mind. I take it back.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. Well.
1: But people get. They come up and send this. It's very good for not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Uh and you I you know, well, I guess we've discussed them all yeah. there's interesting pockets, too, you know, she's mm-hmm. got her wholesalers, she's got the family life, and to watch her balances, and knowing how badly it went for Heisenberg.
2: Mm, it's
1: yeah, like,
0: oh man, dude, you do not know what you're signing up for, yeah, and you're taking some of those slippery slope steps just like he did, or will,
1: yeah, absolutely,
0: but yeah, I'm excited about everybody. I love the kids too,
1: cool, yeah.
0: I, I think uh, Silas leaves me um, uninspired at the moment, but I have a feeling there's a great character in there that we just haven't met yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a teenager, so I mean, I feel like we're going to find him petulant. I can't remember exactly, that, but I imagine that that's how I feel about him
0: okay me too um i was just giving him the benefit of the doubt
1: yeah i mean i'm sure that there's more complexity to him than that i remember liking him at the first watch through although you know hearing that it was in 2005 maybe was at an age that i found him attractive (laughs) and that would have been appropriate i don't know
2: (laughs) older boy yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) i don't know um but anyway yeah so so pass yeah pass for me as well
0: hard pass
1: Hard pass, which yeah. sounds like you're – that's a no, a decline for it's you. A,
0: it's a medium maybe.
1: <laughs> it's a hard pass. <laughs> um,
0: that t- Oh, I had my cards miscolored today. Mm. So the what's the plot that we expect?
1: Yeah, so um, I just put selling weed and balancing being a good mom um, and good being the big part there, that being a good mom – Good. Good mom is the struggle there that any anyone can – Sling some drugs.
0: I have to provide for my family. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know? uh, I wrote that it's. Um, excuse me. I wrote, she's playing with fire and she's about to get burned. Ooh. By a bong.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> does
0: she stone? Did we get the sense she stones, um, or do they tell us? So
1: far, she does not stone. Okay.
0: Did they clarify that she specifically doesn't?
1: No. Um. Not yet. Anyway, gotcha. I believe they do it a later episode.
0: So I think it's pretty clear uh, things are going to get royally more complex as things go along. Yeah. Pass?
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: What's your hook?
1: Um. So especially at the time, it was a pretty new concept. So I was, at the time when I originally binged it, was really drawn to this whole, ooh, there's a criminal who sells drugs and we're rooting for them. Keep in mind in 2005, at least where I my neck of the woods pot was still really demonized. (laughs) So just have like there be a TV show where it's like, Hey, it's not so bad. And again, this is before like nobody had seen that weed was going to be legal. Like this was, this was before weed was legalized in any form.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point that, uh, there was a conversation happening about it still Mm -hmm. the whole time. Uh, and that conversation became a lot more mainstream Mm -hmm. and obviously things like this made it more mainstream. Okay. So, uh, the hook. You said that it was the concept at the time, or you yeah, still it was going the
1: concept. P- Absolutely. Okay. I mean, yes. But this time, is, mm-hmm.
0: put it in a modern sense. In a
1: modern s- sense, this time today. around, what am I hooked on? Are you hooked? Am I hooked? I mean, I definitely like. I went into this knowing that I was going to want to binge it after I mm-hmm. watched it. Um, the pilot wasn't. I will say the pilot was not nearly as good as I remembered. I felt very disappointed by it and obviously like I said the heart of the show is missing from this episode. So like it can only be so good.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I was interested to keep watching more, but I would say the hook was actually the weakest part for me, honestly. Um, Oh, well, that's just interesting. in this, just in this watch through. But I think that's truly just because I remembered it being better. So S-
0: somebody who's seen it versus somebody mm-hmm. who
1: hasn't—you're
0: a little bit let down, right? now. Yes, knowing that you've been hooked in the past. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I'm hooked, but exactly. but now it's now your bias. Exactly. So uh, without my bias being in play, not even having met the heart of the show character. What's his name again? The character's name.
1: Oh, um, Andy. Andy. Andy Botwin. Not
0: having met Andy yet. Not having met Dean yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Am I... So knowing at least that Dean's coming, mm-hmm. like knowing that there's more, because he looked familiar too. Mm-hmm. I thought he was an Arquette. Sounds like he's not. I don't know who it is yet because I haven't met him. Yeah. Um, I I, I kind of have enough. I actually think this is... Uh, I know it. Did you get it? I'm looking. Okay. Um, yeah, I have enough information for now to say, okay, I see that there's more coming. I see that there there's 30-minute there episodes and it's going to be a long-form story. Uh, and things seem pretty clear like they're going to get more complex. Uh, Ozark is another example of one of those crime shows where you're invested in the family yeah. um, and how their life outside of just this part of it is being affected mm-hmm. by it uh, while trying to keep some mm, normal, some sense of normal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and between liking all the characters and a, a clear genre that's of interest to me and, and as a genre of its time you're mm-hmm. right. I guess that factors into my calculation also that being the genre, what it is, is a show of its time. Is one of those cultural zeitgeisty kind of shows, mm-hmm. which is a word that I really learned recently, so <laughs> I had to use it twice today. And, yeah, uh, I noticed. Yeah, and, it's a hot uh, one. <laughs> um, I think it's, uh, there's enough here to say, I want to see more of these characters. Oh, and in, in this situation. And I want to see I want to see how their lives are going to become more complex. Mm-hmm. And I'm already getting the sense that I'm going to be rooting for them, despite also being totally let down by them all the time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of that going around for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Dean Hodes is played by Andy Milder, Milder, Milder.
0: OK, Milder. so not our cat,
1: not our cat.
0: Anyway, uh, okay, so yeah, Andy Milders, our other missing piece of our slate of characters. Mm hmm. Looks like a funny guy. Yeah.
1: No, Looks like he a definitely funny
0: has a funny guy I've never seen before.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Looks like Dunkelman, the other host from American Idol that didn't last past season one. Poor guy. <laughs> um,. Well, I guess we covered it. That's a successful pilot if I've ever seen one. Yeah. And I've seen
2: 49. 49. <laughs> At
1: least. We, we
0: got to keep it of which ones we passed and failed.
1: I thought about doing that. It feels really late in the game to start keeping it tally. No,
0: that's important. <laughs> But we got to go through 50 episodes to find out. Uh,
1: if somebody wanted to take this homework off of our plates, uh, I've been really looking to outsource some of my
0: work. <laughs> Is anybody listening? We need your help.
1: <laughs> Is <this thing> on?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I actually think I might pick up the show. Well, I'll probably wait till the Orville comes out and I'm back on Hulu in an yeah. official manner. Uh, but no, I could see when to finish this. And um, how many seasons do you know? I always ask you unfair
2: questions you like do. that.
1: <laughs> you do. Um, and, you know, I am happy to answer that for you while you go through your quote cards and tell me what you got.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Is uh, that
1: copyrighted? <laughs> I didn't get the tune
0: right anyways. I know, it. right? <laughs> I had no idea you read books.
1: <laughs> I loved that. That was such a bitchy comeback, and it was wonderful. Nancy
0: to Nancy Cecilia. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, because Celia was saying Oh, I read somewhere that And <laughs> yeah. was trying to give parenting advice Or something ridiculous
0: Diversion uh, Did you think we were uh, funny? Did you think we were virgins? So <laughs> said that one already But I still like it uh, yeah. Not under my roof I just wrote that in there Because I thought it was important And uh, then I had a bunch of bad words And mean-spirited things That Elizabeth's character Said okay. about <laughs> Quinn
1: Mm, Yeah. Mm, you. Um. So to answer your question, um, eight seasons. Thank you. Yep. It's uh-huh. so long. It is. Yeah. It. It did. It did pretty good. Um. So I had um, when, um, it was when Nat- Nancy was trying to call Cel- uh trying to call out Halia for making her bag too light. Like, oh that looks a little small. Mm-hmm. Um, when when Halia. Proved that she was correct. Um, Nancy goes, "I stand corrected," and one of the guys, unnamed character there, said, "Stand, <laughs> you're on your knee, you're on your knees, corrected, like begging for forgiveness." <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, I've got the take, take that shit off my money. You ain't giving me a present. You, you buying weed. Um, I thought it was interesting that she covered her drugs with, um, like, when her pager did go off. She said it's a neighborhood watch thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it,
0: Seems like something you got to really commit to.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Like, but she already does seem to be a part of enough committees that
0: totally you believable. Could this. Yeah. Everybody be sick of hearing it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I want to acknowledge yeah. about her is yeah. how quick of a liar she was.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah she was really sharp with the lie about. The Build-A-Bear franchise. Oh. They're thinking about investing in a Build-A-Bear franchise when they're asking about the bear. So mm-hmm. she's getting comfortable lying. She's quick. She's sharp. Mm-hmm. She's good at it.
1: That's a good point.
0: And they saw and yep, they saw right through Celia.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and parallel breaking bad, Walter White was terrible at it. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know. Maybe she's more adept of a criminal mastermind.
1: Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see the other one i have uh, i have two more so the namesake of the episode you can't miss the bear which was to say if you take the shot you can't miss it because that thing's going to come back and maul you uh you take the shot you make the shot (laughs) (laughs) um because apparently they watch a show called like bear hunt or something and they were super into it yeah um and then my last one which i think is my favorite um also relating to that scene, because Silas turns to Quinn and says, oh, you say this whatever thing and, you know, you got me there. Like, I'm, I'm good to go. Mm. Um, and she goes, I could whisper linoleum and you'd be good to go. <laughs> uh, which I really, I was delighted by. I'm like, yeah, teenage boys. <laughs> linoleum was a fun
0: choice, too. <laughs> right. It's one yeah. of those things that as a teenage boy, a girl shoots you down and you think, mm, you're just clever and just quicker than me and I just can't keep up. I'm such a stupid guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, uh, I need to go feed a dog. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So so I don't know that I have a better way of saying, uh, I'll see you later. It's time to boogie.
2: Um,
0: (laughs) But before I go, I'd like to please welcome you to the conversation. You can participate with us by going to at Pilots Podcast on Facebook, at Pilots Podcast on Instagram, at Pilots Pod on Twitter, And go to PilotsPodcast at gmail.com. That's PilotsPodcast at gmail.com. You could also go to PilotsPodcast.com and uh, write some shit in there. So anyway.
1: No LinkedIn this week. (laughs) Didn't I do it?
0: We don't (laughs) have a LinkedIn.
1: I know. But there was a week and I think I might have left it in. (laughs) If you keep
0: swiping right, you'll get to us quicker on Tinder.
1: I don't know that that's true, guys. I don't know that that's true. Uh, Swipe
0: left then. I can't remember which.
1: I know. I was like, I, I haven't done the dating apps. Which ones? <laughs> Right's good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm Riker.
1: And I'm Shri. And this? Is Pilots.